48K News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Julian Coyle. The top stories. The government imposes its third ambush-style lockdown in a week, this time on two residential blocks in Laguna City. Clusters of COVID-19 infections at construction sites for the airport's third runway continue to grow, and the government is urged to switch from one mainland-made COVID vaccine supplier to another. The government has imposed its third ambush-style lockdown in less than a week, requiring all residents of two blocks of Laguna City in Lamtin to take a COVID-19 test. Residents of Blocks 5 and 7 will need to take the test by 2am and officials hope they can complete the entire operation by 7 in the morning. But some residents say they've already been tested a few times recently. Damon Pang reports. The government said there have been 15 confirmed COVID-19 cases in the two blocks over the past fortnight. It said in a statement it understands around 1,200 residents had already been tested recently but it wants another round done to completely cut off transmission chains. One resident wasn't too happy about the lockdown. I find this to be a bit annoying. There's not much I can do, he said. Another woman said she's okay to do her third test in recent days because it's for everyone's safety. The district councillor serving the community, William Lee, said he found it unreasonable to ask residents who have been tested but didn't receive a negative test result yet to get tested again. He said people in the community were concerned they couldn't go to work or get to school on time in the morning. Health officials have confirmed four more COVID infections linked to construction sites at the airport's third runway project, a day after ordering mandatory tests for about 3,000 workers. At least 15 people have come down with COVID-19 in this cluster, and Dr Chuang shuk Kwan from the Centre for Health Protection says it's best for all construction workers to get tested regularly. I think construction site is high risk. It's worthwhile to get them tested regularly. If there are any construction site worker involved, we'll tell the responsible party to carry out forest disinfection and carry out contact tracing and so on. In all, health authorities confirmed 53 new COVID cases today. 44 were locally acquired and 17 were untraceable. More than 20 others tested preliminary positive. Authorities also issued mandatory testing orders for residents living in nine more buildings in Yunlong, Tinshuai, Mongkok, Hongham and Shamshupo. The chief executive of the University of Hong Kong Shenzhen Hospital says the government should consider switching to a mainland vaccine made by Sinopharm and dropping the Sinovac one it's already ordered. Professor Lo Chung Mao said Sinopharm's jab looked promising and had already been used across the border. Robert Kemp has more. Hong Kong has secured 7.5 million coronavirus jabs from Sinovac, with the first shipments originally scheduled to arrive by now. But the process has been delayed indefinitely due to a lack of data. Speaking on a television program, Professor Lo said Sinopharm should be approached instead. He said phase three clinical trials showed it had an efficacy rate of 79%, though that figure was based on an interim analysis. He said more than 3,500 staff at the Shenzhen Hospital had received Sinopharm jabs last month, with only 20 developing mild side effects and none requiring treatment. Online applications have opened for a controversial new visa programme, allowing Hong Kongers with British national overseas status to live and work in Britain. Beijing says the arrangement is a violation of the Sino-UK joint declaration. London says it's a response to Hong Kong losing its high degree of autonomy after the imposition of the national security law. On Friday, Beijing and the SAR both announced they would stop recognising the BNO passport as a valid travel or identification document. They also hinted at further measures to come. WHO investigators have been visiting the site of the wholesale seafood market in Wuhan, 
where COVID-19 was initially detected. The BBC's Steve MacDonald reports. On their third full day out of quarantine, the World Health Organization team is today focusing on the markets of Wuhan. In conjunction with their visit, the Huanan seafood market is ringed with new blue barricades to control access to the now closed location from where the original coronavirus clusters were traced. It's unclear whether the crowded livestock market could have been the source of the virus or whether the disease merely spread here. The WHO team also visited a cold storage facility to inspect the handling of frozen goods in the city's supply chain. Police have confirmed that an officer has been charged with misconduct in public office and forgery of documents. He will appear in Eastern Court on Thursday. The 28-year-old had been suspended from duty after being arrested a few days ago. The force says it puts great emphasis on the conduct of officers and has zero tolerance for illegal behaviour. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past 11. The DAB has called for wide-ranging reforms to Hong Kong, in particular within the administration, in a bid to cut red tape. It said Beijing's comprehensive jurisdiction can't be contradictory to the SAR's high degree of autonomy, saying both are pillars of one country, two systems. Party Chair Starry Lee says the government needs to be more responsive. We have been fighting the coronavirus for over one year. We can see still there is a lack of strong coordination. There are always things that the team is neglected. I think that's not something about a person. That's the overall system that we want to look at in order to improve. Thousands of people across Russia have been taking part in unauthorised protests to demand the release of the jailed opposition leader Alexei Navalny. Russian media say more than 8,000 have been detained so far. Four times as many were detained in protests a week ago. The BBC's Sarah Rainsford is in Moscow. The crowd have been shouting freedom for Alexei Navalny. They've been shouting Putin is a thief. But it's all a bit chaotic today. The main square where this protest was meant to take place was cordoned off in advance. There was a huge number of police on that square. And uh, the protest organisers then announced a new location. There's a, a huge number of police vans here with their lights flashing. And every so often, cars passing on the garden ring toot their horns in support of the protest. So the number's much lower today, reflecting, I think, the huge crackdown that there has been by the authorities on people involved in last Saturday's protest. The city of Perth and much of the rest of the population of Western Australia has entered a five-day lockdown. It comes after a security guard working at a quarantine hotel tested positive for the coronavirus. Perth, a city of two million, has not had a case of locally acquired coronavirus for ten months. Restaurants, bars and gyms have been ordered to close. The Emirates of Dubai has announced plans to help the United Nations distribute two billion coronavirus vaccines to some of the poorest countries in the year ahead. It already has one of the world's largest centres specialising in aid distribution logistics. The BBC's Alan Johnston has more details. Dubai presents itself as a global hub, a crossroads between Europe, Asia and Africa. It's heavily involved in air and sea transport around the world. Now it plans to combine all its cargo handling facilities and expertise and put them to work in the vast effort to vaccinate the world against the coronavirus. 
Last week, a Dubai-based organization involved in international port management agreed to help the UN ship vaccines to low- and middle-income countries. The Emirati firm will do this at no cost. Ireland's Prime Minister, Michal Martin, says the acrimonious row between the EU Commission and the drug maker AstraZeneca, in his words, blindsided the Commission's judgment over its attempts to limit vaccine supplies to Northern Ireland. Mr Martin told the BBC when he phoned its president to explain the gravity of the situation, the decision was reversed. It certainly wasn't an act of hostility by the European Commission. My experience throughout the Brexit debate has been an acute awareness on behalf of European Union member states and indeed the Commission about getting the Northern Ireland situation right and supporting the overall edifice of the Good Friday Agreement and making sure that we would negotiate structures and mechanisms like the protocol that would facilitate the continuation of the Good Friday Agreement and all of its uh, aspects. Hilton Valentine, the English guitarist who created one of the most famous riffs in popular music, has died aged 77. He helped found the 60s group, The Animals. Their version of the House of the Rising Sun propelled the band to the top of the charts in Britain and the United States in 1964. Their singer, Eric Burden, said the song wouldn't sound the same with Hilton Valentine's death. In sports news, Chelsea have secured their first victory under new manager Thomas Tuchno. They beat Burnley 2-0 at home. Leicester and Leeds have scrapped their way to a very entertaining one-all at half-time, with West Ham versus Liverpool and Brighton Spurs still to look forward to tonight. And to end the news, our top story today is the government imposes its third ambush-style lockdown in a week, this time on two residential blocks in Laguna City. And that's the news from RTHK. Yes, thanks a lot to Julian Quayle in our newsroom. More headlines at midnight. Ten minutes after eleven, hour two of Sunday Light.
I mean, was Niall Rogers boomerang? Sunday lights on Radio Three. One album, Faithless, our featured album tonight. A little bit more upbeat than previous weeks. From the album All Blessed. This is Remember. Sun when you're uptown dashing, splashing, cashing. You've been bad in fashion, show concern and some compassion for the beggar. Remember that flashy fashion, that your actions will surely follow you. It's true and nobody's better. And the suppers and the dwellers of the gutters Who'll be the kings and the queens when you go on the tuppers Yeah. 